Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Oh, Arts Express is blowing its whistle at the 3CR station. Arts Express. Power to the people. So all aboard for a journey with Valerie Fafala and Trish Posterino into alternative theatre, cabaret, festivals, comedy and arts activism and plenty of great music, Trish. Oh yeah, that's the ticket. Good morning, you're with Valerie Farfalla on Arts Express, 3CR Community Radio, 8.55am digital podcast and streaming live from 3cr.org.au and available online later today. Our guests today are Graham Coffey, Manager of Small Town Transformations and Adele Varco, a fashion artist who's created the Wowsy, a glittering and spectacular onesie that'll be created with others in a participatory workshop, sweatshop they call it, Varco's interested in the behaviour fashion evokes and the role social interaction plays in shaping the perception of dress. But now I'd like to welcome in Graham Coffey. How are you? Good morning. I'm very well, thank you. Oh, I'm so excited to hear about small town transformations because I'm always interested. It's a Victorian government initiative developed by Regional Arts Victoria and you're the manager. I am indeed. Very lucky to be the manager of, uh, of this program. How exciting. Now, um, small Victorian towns and communities with fewer than 2,000 people were eligible to present ideas for this initiative and then they could get a grant. Is that right? That's exactly right. And we had uh, applications from uh, across the state, from small towns, as you say, with fewer than 2,000 people in it. We had 73 applications for this uh, for this round of small town transformations, which uh, represents the whole state. All the way across the state, we have a map at uh, at work with stickers of uh, of uh, where the applications come from, and it really does you know, underscore what a statewide project it is. And it just shows that um, even out in the regional areas, people are really keen on on developing the potential of arts in their town. Oh, absolutely, and um, and uh, developing the arts in the context of also developing their towns and the passion they have for developing their towns. And uh, I think one of the one of the strengths of this program is that it allows it allows those ideas and those ambitions and the big ideas that people um, have um, already. It allows uh, it allows people to pursue those ideas and um, and uh, you know from an arts perspective, but also for a community development perspective and community growth perspective. Yeah, it's uh, it's a, a powerful program it's wonderful and they must you must uh, visit and find that they're coming up with all sorts of wonderful ideas can you give us a an example because um for example people can receive three three thousand at uh, three hundred fifty thousand over two years mm-hmm. to undertake an ambitious creative project to transform their community with lasting legacy and significant impact yeah that's right and as you say i do get to travel around and that's uh, one of my favorite parts of the job oh, is yes. uh, is visiting the six towns the six uh, uh, the six final towns who received uh, uh, received the funding every project is different can you give uh, us an example yeah absolutely you know um uh, up in the north in rainbow uh, one of their which um uh, uh, didn't really have a substantial arts culture it had uh, you know individuals and motivated individuals who came together to apply for this project and they um uh, 
uh, developing an old school house, the old school house within uh, uh, within the uh, in the centre of their town, and they're developing that as a as a as a hub for the town. But they're also um, uh, working with landscape artists and local artists to create, um, uh, uh, a, a, I guess, an arts park up the, up there. But they're also you know, just to illustrate the breadth of these projects, they're also inviting um, uh, an Indonesian school over to work with their school and to work with the uh, Brindjigadjin Wachibolok dancers up there uh, to develop an intercultural um, an intercultural dance and performance exchange. Wow! Uh, indeed, and uh, and then culminating in a what what what's called their Way Out West Festival, which will be the celebration at the end of this two years, um, which will uh, um, which they're planning furiously as uh, uh, as we as we speak, and that will be a real celebration of the community coming together. Rainbow's a really interesting example, actually, because um, um, they knew they wanted something. They had big ideas. Um, uh, <coughs> the town were very accepting, but uh, uh, I guess uh, not really familiar with this type of process. And the snowball effect, as, it's, um, as, this, uh, as this program has developed, has been extraordinary to watch, really extraordinary to watch. How wonderful. I know Rainbow was the town picked out by the age years ago to do a little profile on a country town. It was always Rainbow. Oh, right. They what came back to visit. That's well, an yes. attractive name. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What about some of the other towns involved? Well, um, uh, as I say, they're all over the state. So um, that's up in the northwest. Let's go into the southeast now. Let's yes. go on the other side of the state. So down in Lake Tyres Beach, which mm-hmm. is a small town, people may be familiar with, just outside uh, Lake's entrance. Um, and they um, they have a again a multi pronged uh, uh, multi pronged project underway. And I guess the the uh, I guess the most the most um, uh, uh, significant part of that project is um, is um, the project. Firstly, the project is uh, is um, uh, uh, continuing the development of the relationship with Lake from a from a spiritual perspective, oh, from yeah. a physical perspective, uh, from a scientific perspective. So mm. they are building a floating residential studio, mm. um, uh, which will be moored on the lake in various um, uh, in various locations, and they're establishing a permanent artist in residence or scientist in residence um, program um, within uh, uh, within their town and really embracing uh, uh, the lake and the significance of the lake to um, the, the local uh, Aboriginal people who uh, have a long and uh, as you as we yeah. know a very complex history and uh, on the Lake Tyres mission which uh, which is now the Lake Tyres Trust which is uh, you know very much a part of the Lake Tyres community um, so those relationships are, uh, are being worked on throughout the year but the floating art studio is uh, I guess a, I guess what I was looking for earlier the most conspicuous example of what the outcome for that is but nonetheless another part of the pro- uh, project is uh, is bringing local artists together from Lake Tyres and from the district as well there's no restriction on uh, uh, bringing people who uh, who bringing people in who are from outside the community and they've just produced the most extraordinary exhibition with 60 artists um, uh, oh. coming together meeting every Tuesday in the tavern in the pub uh, yeah. and developing this uh, yeah, and, and actually producing over a year producing uh, a really significant exhibition it was just the most wonderful day Isn't that wonderful and that's yeah. um, 
just bringing people out of the woodwork and giving them an opportunity it's fabulous but also it's a these things are great tourists have great tourist potential because once people hear about these projects they'll go and visit too well one of the one of the one of the aims of the project i suppose and you know they're very much community managed so you know how that's defined is really really very much in their uh, in their own hands but um you know the the, the tourist perspective is uh, is one ask, aspect of it, and I think what comes, um, uh, uh, what develops a tourist uh, uh, a tourist um, uh, attraction to a place is also a confident community, and um, and uh, and and I guess the visibility of a community, and that's definitely what happens on this project is that uh, uh, people come together and are seen to come together so the notion of the of the flo- in, if we're back in Lake Tyres the notion of the uh, of the floating studio and the group of artists that have created an exhibition it has uh, it has a visibility within the town but also outside outside of the town and um, you know, I'd be curious um, so the, the um, aspect, obviously, they're thinking about science. Now, that is great as well because potential for that in terms of educating the kids and getting them involved. Well, that's right. It's interesting. Yeah, the future, um, uh, the future of the float will be really interesting to watch. You know, there's a, there's a social enterprise uh, uh, element of that as well in terms of uh, it's going to have to be a mixed model. It needs to be uh, it needs to be managed. There are certain bills to pay as well. So um, yeah. so you know the the the. Um, uh, the social enterprise model will also allow for um, offering uh, free residencies on the studio as well, because um, because they're subsidised by that uh, that so- social enterprise function. Um, well, that's good because then mm. that makes it more egalitarian, doesn't it? Yep, that's absolutely the hope for sure. And uh, one of the one of the uh, one of the objectives is very much as you just described to invite groups of um, uh, groups of people. Mm. School kids included mm. uh, uh, onto the float to work with the uh, with the artists or scientists uh, as well. It's a substantial um, uh, structure which allows for that as well. There's almost a little schoolroom space on there. Yeah, and you've got uh, the independent assessment panel. Mm. Uh, twenty sixteen to twenty eighteen included Rob mm. Robson. Mm-hmm. Um, from the Borbal Shire Council, Deborah Cheatham, yes, Yorta Yorta woman soprano composer and educator who's been on our program, right, Doctor. Jan van Schaik, mm-hmm. co-director at MVS Architects. Now, that's really interesting too, bringing mm-hmm. the design element. Ian Peard, freelance director of theatre and festivals, so we bring in theatre festivals and music. Mm-hmm. And Caitlin Barclay, theatre and film practitioner. It's really good, so it's um, not only art, it's music festivals, theatre, design. Yeah, the architecture, uh, from a perspective, because Jan himself, Jan van Schaik, is, yeah. um, is a professor at RMIT as well as uh, having his own architecture practice, but yeah. um, but he specialises in public space, in um, in uh, in placemaking. Mm. Um, so that's an interesting perspective uh, in terms of town developments. And just having a look at some of the um, some of those that you've already seen, um, who've gone been through the process. Can you give us an example of of that? You mentioned Gagari. Oh, Gagari is one of the current towns. Current towns, uh, yeah, one of the current towns. Um, that is a really interesting, uh, really interesting project, uh, as well as a really interesting story and kind of uplifting story about the town itself. Because uh, Gagari was uh, um, uh, the location of uh, a large Heinz factory, um, and the large Heinz factory closed down some years ago. So it was very, you know, that tore at the heart of the community. You yeah. know, as you as you as you might expect, you know, the circus left town and uh, hasn't yeah. really been replaced. But the most 
conservative community up there have uh, have, have very much kicked back against that. Uh, um, uh, I, I guess that um, uh, that hole that develops in the tan. Um, yes. And uh, over a number of years, starting with a farmers market, developing into a music festival, they became a very capable uh, and ambitious community. And that's how they uh, uh, applied and presented a project to small town transformations. And they've attracted some extraordinary artists to uh, uh, to come and work in residency at the town. Um, a couple of people uh, who um, uh, may be familiar, Graham Leak and Robin Fox, um, uh, uh, you know, outstanding musicians, instrument makers and uh, and uh, artists. Um, and, you know, both of those have fell in love with Gagari. I know? could imagine they'd you know, get some, some think, new people you know, moving in. I think we'd uh, quite like to live here. We're having lots of fun. Yeah, so, and yeah, where Gagari's, is it exactly? Gagari's in the north. Um, it's between Shepparton and Echuca. Yeah, oh. so just in that uh, in that little pocket there. So there are quite a few towns around there that mm. used to have dairy industries and no longer do. Indeed, and a lot of gr- their mm. unemployed youth would be looking for things to do. So very much to have so. a project to be involved in. Um, like they're this. all they're all across the town. They're mm-hmm. in the sense that they uh, um, all age groups are involved in. You know, there's some intergenerational projects and specifically designed intergenerational projects on mm-hmm. uh, uh, within the towns. But um, you know, I guess it's a, a, a little bit glib to say there's something for everybody but I think everybody who wants to get involved um, uh, uh, can get involved in some way in each in each of the towns and that as I described in uh, Rainbow snowballs in every single town as people understand what the projects are um, uh, and some, it's not a huge grant but it's a, it's a starter isn't it yeah yeah I mean in in the uh, in the, on the scale of arts grants it's pretty substantial yeah um, um, but you know inscribed in the design of the of the uh, uh, of the project is also to I guess acknowledge that you know a two-year project needs uh, needs some professional input you know artists mm. will get paid artists should yes. get paid uh, local artists as well as any artists that are invited in, as well as you know some of the expertise that might be required in project management, you know. So instead of uh, 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 just well relying on a community or expecting a community to find all the time yes. that uh, uh, that can go that uh, that it takes to produce a project like this, um, you know, there's, there's real support for that within the within the budget of this program. I think it's just so exciting. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. So. Um, I'm talking to Graham Coffey, manager of Small Town Transformations, and um, he's talking about a wonderful project, small Victorian towns and communities with fewer than 2,000 people. Um, they, there are six of those that have been chosen, and they receive 350000 over two years to undertake an ambitious, creative project to transform the community with lasting legacy and significant impact. So... Um, this is part of the Victorian government's 20 million regional arts package, which we were very grateful to hear about. So well, good on the, the Labor government in Victoria for doing that. Indeed. Remember that in November. Remember that in November, exactly. Well, look, it's been uh, terrific talking to you. You might like to um, just stay on for a bit longer. Um, sure. Soon I'll have to have a chat with um, my other guest, Adele Varco, and uh, they've been she's been doing something interesting uh, with her wowsy. So I'm uh, talking to Adele Varco. How are you, Adele? Hello, I'm well. How are you? We want to talk to you about your wonderful wowsy, which has been described as a glittering and spectacular onesie that will be created with others in a participatory sweatshop. And uh, I understand yeah. you're interested in the behaviour 
fashion evokes and the role social interaction plays in shaping the perception of dress. Now, that sounds a very creative approach to dressmaking. So there's a lot more to it than that, isn't it? Yes, yeah, absolutely. So this is a performance you're doing for Art House, is that right? That's right, it is. It is. It'll be on the 14th of March until the 25th of March. So it's part of BOLA, the Festival of Live Art, and the Virgin Australia Melbourne Fashion Festival as well. Well, that's very exciting. So can you tell us what happens? Does it mean that you've got you've got some sewing machines and you've got a group who will actually make these wowsies? Yeah, so pretty much there will be a team of highly trained technical assistants there to assist people making their wowsie because... The wealthy is it's simple, but there are some complexities, some challenges in making the garment as well. Because if you can imagine a onesie covered in sequins, and these sequins are 40 millimetres in size, so they're quite big, chunky, loud sequins. And yeah, so pretty much when you arrive to wealthy, you'll have the choice to make or buy. So you can either come and make one for yourself or you can pay someone to make it for you, one of the makers. And that's a negotiation with the maker of how much that might be. Hey, that's an interesting way of doing it. Um, Yeah. And tell me about the idea behind it. So for the last seven years, I've been wearing a onesie every day of my life. And that's to weddings, shopping, yoga, you name it, I'm there in a onesie. Wow. And I, <laughs> I know. So, and I was just in doing that. And it's something that started quite spontaneously too. I actually did a fashion degree and I was cleaning out all my wardrobe. And, but I've also done my doctorate in fashion too. So oh, I've my done goodness. A bit of study. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, and in that time I came across this, this hot pink lycra onesie. And I thought, wouldn't it be wild to wear this to work today? <laughs> and I put it on and I walked to the streets and it was a very different day. Lots of people were coming over and asking questions. Where are you going? What's this about? Um, and I just thought, oh, wow, you know, this is this is so different. Like having all these conversations with lots of different people and it really became an invitation to engage. So, I yeah, I was going to London on an exchange to um, do some research over there. And I thought, okay, what would it be like if I only took onesies in my suitcase? So I sewed another five and took them in my suitcase and wore them every day and made some more while I was there. Came back to Melbourne and then I was stuck in the onesie. I'm still in the onesie seven years later. And so this project is really about, um, I guess, thinking about the garment, the onesie being one piece and playing on the idea of oneness, togetherness, yeah. Um, uniting people through making and wearing. Yes, and so, as, as you say, yeah. it attracts attention, so you actually have social interaction yeah. with people. Also, I guess it's practical, yeah. um, pretty practical to wear one, according to the weather. Yes, mm. very practical, but except going to the bathroom, oh, it yeah. can slow down the process. Yes, um, <laughs> And these, these wowsies are actually, they're quite glamorous, I have to say, that they're there's a mesh uh, that the sequins are sewn onto. So they're very glitzy and glamorous. I went to the opening of the Fashion Festival last night and wore one, 
and got quite a few compliments and a lot of people wanting to touch it as well. So it's really the idea of people who who do come to the show, uh, they're invited to keep it on until they go to bed that night. So the idea is that they leave Arts House in their wowsy and have a very different experience. And I guess for me, I'm really interested in how clothes can do that, how they can shape our everyday life experience. Okay, so this is fabulous. This is going to be at Arts House, um, 14th to the 25th of March, uh, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. Wednesday to Saturday, and 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Sunday. And uh, this is a, a free, tickets are free, and you can book at Arts yeah. House, 93223720. So, look, thank you very much for coming on to Arts Express, Adele Varco, and all the best with your wowsies. Thanks so much for having me. Okay, we'll see you again. Bye. Okay, see you. Bye. Bye. I got the red-eyed unemployed workers' desperation blues. Why does a wealthy country like Australia allow its unemployed workers to struggle in poverty without trying to create jobs? You may well ask. Unemployed Workers Fight Back is the Australian Unemployed Workers Union program, part of the sewer program on every second Friday of the month, 5.30pm on 3CR Community Radio. Our social security system is being defunded, privatised and dismantled and the poor and vulnerable are being criminalised and trampled upon. The Australian Unemployed Workers Union is focused on helping unemployed and underemployed workers deal effectively with the job agencies, empowering them to fight back for their rights. Remember, Unemployed Workers Fight Back every second Friday of the month at 5.30pm on 3CR Community Radio. Okay, so look, that was a very lovely interview we had then. Um, And um, we were talking to Graham Coffey, Manager of Small Town Transformations, and Adele Varco, a fashion artist who's created the Wowsy Glittering and Spectacular Onesie and... uh, She's working at Art House. So um, um, just to give you those dates of the Art House project, it's the 14th to the 25th of March, 4pm to 8pm, then Wednesday to Saturday, and 12pm to 4pm Sunday. Uh, And that's at Arts House, 521 Queensbury Street, North Melbourne. And uh, it's a free event. Bookings at Art House. Nine three double two three seven two zero. So, um, I hope that you'll be tuning in to Arts Express next week. We've got a special day with International Women's Day, and then we have a program later: Women in Trad Jazz. Um, we've focused before Arts Express on women in jazz, but this is particularly trad jazz, which is very much traditionally a male um, forum. But it's a growing area for women to participate as instrumentalists and uh, we have three excellent people. But that show will be on International Women's Day from 3.30 to 4 o'clock, so tune in for that.